Quo Nichiwa everybody It is I, Mitch I am back with another exciting episode of Talking Anime Ladies and gentlemen, I do apologize for missing last week's usual, well, new upload schedule Life seemed to have gotten in the way and I missed my chance at uploading an episode So, here is the promised episode that was supposed to be updated Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first ever episode of Mitch's Pitch. Let's rock and roll. Play the theme music. Quonichiwa, everybody, and welcome to Talking Anime, the hashtag best worst anime podcast around. Roll the theme music. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the newest episode of Talkin' Anime. Today's episode is Mitch's Pitch. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a new occurring set in the series of Talkin' Anime called Mitch's Pitch, where I tell you guys an anime story about characters, merch, all that. It's like Shark Tank, but you guys decide if you would want to see this show. Today's pitch is for a show called Something Strange at Oni Home. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy. We will take a commercial break after uh, I tell you guys the first couple informations about it, and then we'll come back to do the rest of it. Ladies and gentlemen, Something Strange at Oni Home. The style of the show is a romance, drama, and action. It has about 12 episodes, and merches are statues, body pillows, all the fun, usual, nerdy things that a lot of shows tend to have merch-wise. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to cut to a quick commercial break, and then we are going to run the rest of the episode after that. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. I will see you guys after. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope... You guys are enjoying season two of Talking Anime. We are brought to you by the great, awesome program called Anchor.fm. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do not know what Anchor.fm is, well, ladies and gentlemen, it is your one-stop place to do all your podcasting fun. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, for free, I repeat, for free, free, nothing, zilch, nada, goose egg, you guys can upload your own, very own, their recording program with a microphone of your choice and record your own podcast on anchor.fm. Ladies and gentlemen, that is actually one of the easiest ways to do it, or you could do what I do, and ladies and gentlemen, that is just record on a third-party program and upload to Anchor.fm using their uploading tools. Again, guys, this is free. It puts it on 
every possible podcasting platform out there. This show, Talking Anime, is released through Anchor.fm. So go ahead, sign up for free, and join all the other amazing content creators on Anchor.fm. Upload, record, and if you want to get paid, you set up their monetizing fee and you can be paid to do your own podcast. Thank you, everybody, and I hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, I almost forgot to talk about the other amazing promotion that I have to show. Ladies and gentlemen, there's this fantastic network called the Majestic Goose Network. They are a group of podcasters who also stream, and they do everything tabletop related. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like D&D, they have multiple platforms of D&D. That is One Shot Onslaught and Halfway to Heroes. One Shot Onslaught is a series of one-shots or multiple episodes revolving around the same characters. And it's it's actually really, it's really good if you're a fan of D&D. Now, if you're a fan of D&D but want something more consistent than a couple of stories here and there, ladies and gentlemen, check out Halfway to Heroes. Halfway to Heroes is a homebrew campaign brought to you by Adam DeWeese, who DMs and runs Majestic Goose. He made Halfway to Heroes, which is his homebrew campaign where you get to follow the amazing story that he creates. And if you go to DMs Guild, you can also pl- uh, purchase the first arc of his campaign on DMs Guild. Just look for Adam DeWeese and his amazing content called Tournament of Tokens. If that's not good enough, you guys, you want something more. There is a Roll for Weird, which streams every or every other Friday of the month. And that is the Monster of the Week series that they run with a couple of the Patreons of Halfway to Heroes. Watch Onslaught. The Majestic Goose. Patreons of the Majestic Goose. And go to their Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Majestic... Or no, One Shot Onslaught, sorry. One Shot Onslaught. And you can join the community for as low as $1 a month. And ladies and gentlemen, if that doesn't get you, if you guys sign up and join for $5 and up, you can actually join them on Twitch streams and play D&D like I did. Ladies and gentlemen, what are you waiting for? Go and roll the dice with the Majestic Goose Network. Honk, honk. Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, Naruto, all things that we love, all manga that were originally published in the legendary magazine Weekly Shonen Jump. But not every series can run for 300 chapters and have a hit anime. This is David. This is Jordan. We're the hosts of Shonen Flop. Each episode, we look at manga that ran and jumped that didn't quite make it. We discuss what it did wrong, what it did right, how the series could have turned itself around, and ultimately, was it a flop or not? Run all your favorite podcast apps, and you can find us at shonenflop.com. Keep on flopping, floppers. I hope you guys enjoyed those fantastic commercials. Yes, yes. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to also announce to check out my Patreon page if you guys want to support this show and any other venture that I have. Also, on my lovely YouTube channel, which is under my name, Mitch Bergeron, that is M-I-T-C-H space B-E-R-G-E-R-O-N, and check out my lovely uploads 
um, or just search Tommy the Smug Pug. You can join the other over a thousand listeners who checked out Tommy the Smug Pug every Monday. And soon, every Friday, will be Fighters. Dragon Ball Z Fighters. Now, ladies and gentlemen, something strange at Oni Home. As I said earlier, it's a romance, action, drama. The synopsis of the show is, after losing everything, Fuji goes on the hunt for a new home. After two days of finding a new place, he finds a notice in the new pla- a newspaper for a room for rent, and he applies. The next day, he arrives at the residence of the Oni family. Here, uh, as he arrives, and soon finds that there's something strange at Oni home. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is centered around the main character Fuji Yuto. Fuji Yuto is your average-looking male, uh, male in his mid to late twenties short black hair, usually wearing uh, some kind of uh, random t-shirt and brown slacks. Now, he is uh, a down-on-his-luck guy. He loses his job, loses his home, loses his girlfriend, loses everything out of what seems out of nowhere. And soon after this, he finds the only home. And Yuma. Yuma is the head of Oni Home and the person who essentially hires him to maintain the property while she works. He is. Uh, he soon finds out there's something really strange about. Maybe near the end of the first episode, he soon finds out that Yuma isn't everything she seems to be. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about Yuma. Yuma Oni. Yuma Oni is a devil living in Japan disguised as a businesswoman. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. Yuma is actually a devil. Not the devil, but a devil. But Yuma is a special kind of devil. She is a sales devil meaning that she appears at crossroads and offers whatever the person wants for selling their soul. And she soon meets Fuji and decides to hire him as a home maid or or maintaining the property. Near the end of the last episode of this show, Fuji stumbles into Yuna's office and Yuma told or no, not Yuma, sorry, Katya tells Fuji when he first moves, or first gets the house tour to never go into her office. After hearing screaming, Fuji goes and investigates, and soon finds out that Yuma is actually a devil, and was doing a human sacrifice at the time, because this was a person who failed to sell their soul and keep up their end of the bargain. And ladies and gentlemen, This is where Fuji has the choice. He could either go back to having nothing, or he could essentially sell his soul and have a new life with Yuma at the Oni home. And Fuji accepts. But Fuji doesn't realize that this also involves being the debt collector, as you may 
call it, for Yuma. And he is sent on a mission to hunt down the one soul Yuma was never able to capture because the person vanished before she had a chance. So Yuma is your super attractive female character. And she's in her late 20s. She's always wearing, or she has long red hair and always wears like a black dress of some kind. Now, Yuma, I created her to be the female protagonist, but also becomes the love interest of the main character because about halfway through the series, uh, Fuji develops feelings for her after uh, Yuma saves Fuji from a fallen angel. And then this is where your kind of moments of action occurs is when uh, Yuma and this angel have their like huge battle. And either than that, that's essentially what the whole show is about is just after like episode six is just Fuji going around and collecting souls and then just getting feelings towards Yuma. And then I would say the last episode they get together because Yuma wants to find love in the world because she's tired of taking everything and just not feeling the warmth of you know love so this is what essentially happens in the story this is what like the whole entire build up to is essentially Fuji goes from having nothing to getting everything that he always wanted a home a person that loves him and a job (laughs) so now we are soon another character that is introduced into the show is Kane Tago Kane is Fuji's best friend and former co-worker at his old work and for the first episode is roommates with Fuji as Fuji needs a place to stay and find a home he stays with Kane now Kane is actually the reason why Fuji loses everything. You see, Kane was jealous of Fuji for everything in his life. His girlfriend, his home, his job, everything. So, Kane actually summoned Yuma, was about to sell his soul, but Yuma decided to take pity on him and do the thing before she this was when Yuma was still roughly new at the whole soul job and essentially she said in two years time you'll have everything you wanted and soon Kane essentially takes over Fuji's old life he gets Fuji's girlfriend he gets Fuji's job he gets Fuji's home and Fuji is not aware of this stuff this usually this happens not long after uh, Fuji moves into the Oni home that everything seems to happen all at once for Kane. <coughs> and Kane is your average average male with long brown hair. Um, Fuji is your average male character, like semi-attractive with short black hair and like greenish eyes. And Kane has your blue eyes with, you know, medium length to long brown hair. Then we are met with Katia Yang. Katia Yang is Yuma's assistant. She is also a devil who was sent to keep an eye on 
Yuma Bite in the series. But he is essentially the king of hell. And Katya is the one who shows uh, Fuji around the manor in like the first episode. Uh, and, and then you see her like sporadically throughout the show because, you know, assistant, she's usually there greeting people who walk in and stuff like that. She's like a butler in a way. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, she's, uh, a nerdy looking female, you know, you're super nerdy, like big bottle cap glasses, usually wearing a turtleneck. Her curves are popping out of that turtleneck, if you know what I mean. And yeah. And Katya is essentially just a support character. She's nothing really more than that. Next is Kaki. Kaki is a fallen angel sent from hell to kill Yuma. Now, Kaki is a... No, he's your... What you assume an angel would look like. Short blonde hair, blue eyes. um, Muscular built, but you don't really see it because he's wearing a suit when he first appears and he offers Fuji a uh, a way out of selling his soul because this is when Fuji was at his when you first meet Kaki uh, Kaki is uh, a bit, uh, qu- disguised as a businessman and says that he could offer Fuji a proper way out if he were to go with him and he gave, told him he has three days if he doesn't have, or if he doesn't get back to him in three days, then he lives his life like it is. And soon, Kaki gets Fuji, comes close to killing him, but Yuma appears, and this is they have like a huge fight. Um, and their fight would be around, I think, episodes nine and ten. So it'd be taking up like two episodes because it's just crazy fight and uh, then soon uh, Kaki is eventually defeated by Yuma after uh, Fuji stabs him with uh, this ceremonial dagger in the leg and uh, it distracts Fuji enough for Yuma to basically send him back to hell and he is essentially stranded in hell for eternity after that and this is like I said like I wasn't aiming to write a shonen. That will be a future Mitch's pitch. Um, I, I know it may not seem like I'm all. I may seem like I'm all over the place because I just I essentially wrote the script in my head and I never bothered to write it down. So I had to rewrite the entire thing before recording this. So it's it's one of those shows that if I had more time I could actually properly develop a show out of it I might maybe do something with this I don't know but yeah essentially that is something strange at Oni Home again ladies and gentlemen it's it's nothing like this is my first one the next one will be a lot better because it's something I'm more used to um, watching so I'm used to actually talking about it this is the romance thing I'm still like somewhat new to it I'm you know I'm a shonen schmuck and everything else so yeah ladies and gentlemen before I leave you all because this will be a short episode here uh Mitch's pitch will be another one of those short ones in the series of talking anime ladies and gentlemen the lovely 
lovely thing that is coming up that I am involved in is AnnieTubeCon. Ladies and gentlemen, December 11th, 12th, and 13th on the AnnieTubeCon YouTube channel, you can come watch an amazing convention done live on YouTube. And guess what? I'm involved in it too. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I will be in a couple panels. Um, not 100% sure which ones yet because we're still in the last bit of uh, planning for the show, the shows. But guess what? I will be there. Come and check it out. I'll probably be on uh, one or two of the panels Friday. And I'll try and be on a panel on Saturday as well. Sunday, I'm not going to be able to be there because I have prior commitments for my usual Sundays. But guys, come and check us out as we do your Comic-Con anime-themed convention. And there's some amazing, awesome things. You can also follow them on their social medias at AnnieTubeCon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Talking Anime. I want to thank the amazing Mighty Earthworm for the great outro music. And ladies and gentlemen, I will see you in the next episode. Atote. Peace out. Bonichiwa, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Talking Anime. If you want to find me on all my social medias, link in the description of the video if you're watching on YouTube, and link in the description of the audio format if you're listening to any podcasts. You can find me on those links. Don't forget to sign up for my Patreon. For as little as $1 a month, you get a shout-out. And I also want to thank the Mighty Earthworm from Anime Bros for supplying us with the amazing end song, Rain. I hope you guys enjoy. Enjoy the rest of the song because I am going to enjoy the rest of my day. I will see you guys next week. Bye bye.